The 85th episode of the Hondo Handy Podcast is brought to you by Residence Inn by Marriott. Your journey to an unforgettable stay at their hotel in Ocean City, Maryland. Located at 300 Seabay Lane. Call them at 410-723-2222. Or find them on the web at residenceinoc.com. My guest today is Trayvon Miles. How are you doing today, Trayvon? I'm doing pretty good, Arno. How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to have you on, especially since you're about to um, move on from us and um, <laughs> and work out a new journey in your life. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. It's my pleasure to be here. It's fantastic to have you on. Uh, Trevor, let me tell my listeners a little bit about you before I get started. And correct sure. me if I got anything wrong. Uh, Trevon is excited to be joining the new joining the super talented ABC 11 Eyewitness News WTVD in Raleigh, North Carolina as a sports anchor and reporter. He recently served as the sports director for 47 ABC. He joined 47 ABC team as a studio technician in 2013, moved up to a sports reporter and photographer in 2014, became the weekend sports anchor in 2016, and on to the sports director in 2017. He was born in Salisbury, Maryland, as a proud alumnus of Steve uh, Oops of Y High. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he received the BS, BA in Communication of Arts from Salisbury University in 2012. Yeah, we don't want to make that mistake. <laughs> don't, don't, put me in that, don't put me in that decade. There might be some people that have something to say about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel bad already. <laughs> Trayvon, you have had an impressive career so far, but congratulations and and hopefully you paved the way for many of the local uh, youth in our area to maybe think about pursuing a career as a sports uh, director. Uh, uh, I know uh, absolutely. Had, I know you had a huge impact on the Eastern Shore, that's for sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm super, uh, as you said, I'm, I'm very excited uh, to be moving on. Uh, but, you know, this it didn't come without a lot of thought um, and a lot of, you know, prayer and a lot of different things. Uh, because, you know, I, as you said, I'm from here and I, I really love this area. Um, I, you know, I w went to school here, went to high school here, elementary school, middle school, high school. And then, you know, I went to college at Salisbury. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, being in this area my entire life um, and then getting an opportunity to start my career here um, was, you know, was just everything to me. And, you know, kind of got into uh, things with the pay side and covering uh, coaches that I that I played for and that I played against and covering players that I, you know, played that lined up beside of the coaches now. Um, so all of it was just relative. And, man, it's really hard to leave this place um, because it is it, it truly is home. You know what I mean? So uh, but I, I'm very excited to be uh, going down to, uh, like I said, one of the best sports markets in the entire world. Well, we certainly um, appreciate all you've done here. And as you said, you attended Y High or Wakamaka High School. That's right. And, um, can you? Uh, did you play any sports before you reached high school? 
Oh yeah, man. I I I grew up um, on the west side of Salisbury. Um, I played baseball um, at West Salisbury Little League. I played uh, soccer at the uh, local Wicomico Rec and Park. Um, I did a bunch of different things. Um, And um, in middle school, basketball at middle school at Salisbury Middle. Um, So before I got to high school, my my athletic career was kind of was well versed um, um, before that. Was there um, any one or two people that carried you to play sports? Uh, I guess if I had to think about it, um, my, my mom, first of all, of course. <laughs> uh, my, my, my mom, first of all, um, you know, it, it's a big thing to kind of, I guess, keep kids out of trouble and keep them, you know, you know, keep them off the streets and stuff like that. So my mom, first of all, is a huge sports fan to begin with. Um, so, um, you know, oh, so, you boy. know, she put me in those things. Um, and then, you know, my second family kind of carried on um, the Reed family from here in Salisbury. Um, okay. I spent a lot of time with them as well. Um, you know, they carried on and, and, and helped as well and encouraged me and, um, you know, and some other family members. Um, and, my, and my best friend, Louis Reed, you know, we played a lot of sports together um, here in Salisbury. Would you, do you have any uh, sports memory that you would like to share? Oh and man, have I have a lot. A lot. <laughs> I have a lot of them. Um, let's see. I guess one or two. Yeah, I guess as early as I can remember. I'll try to uh, go back um, to as, as early as I can. Maybe not as is the earliest, um, but I can remember Pot Warner football. I never scored a touchdown. I played Pot Warner football in seventh, uh, seventh, eighth, and I believe ninth grade. Um, I started in seventh grade, and I remember uh, I played tight. Um, and I remember. Um, one of my best friends, Wayne Warren, um, the Wahai legend. Um, yes, I played with Wayne yeah. in high school. I played with Wayne in high school, but I played with him at Pop Warner as well. And uh, he threw me the only pass I've ever caught. Um, he threw me a pass, and I uh, was was wide open, and I caught it, and I tripped at the one yard line. Oh, it's the closest I ever got. It's the closest <laughs> I ever got in, a, in an official game. To scoring a touchdown. Oh, my goodness. To, to scoring a touchdown. Wayne will remember that story, too. Uh, oh, that's the closest I ever got to scoring a touchdown. I scored touchdowns at flag football and stuff like that. Uh, but right. not in, you know, in official games and in high school, never got the chance. Oh, I think that was my one opportunity right there that I just left. <laughs> I don't know. The the, the, the the grass monster got me, and I, I just fell on a trip at the one-yard line, and um, so that was the end of that. Um, so that is a story that I, um, that, I that we, 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 we joke about, uh, sometimes, what um, I guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the other stories, um, you know, that surround me playing sports was baseball. I really was a big baseball uh, guy growing up. Um, and I just have tons of memories from, uh, West Salisbury little league and played with some great guys over there. A lot of the guys that I played baseball with and, played on all-star teams, went, went on to win uh, state championships at Bennett. Um, so, you know, we went to different high schools. I didn't play baseball in high school, ended up playing football. But, um, you know, I have great memories with, uh, you know, some of those guys ended up being state champions uh, right down the street from me. Yes, now this Salisbury Little League has always been very, very good. Yes. Um, after high school, you decided to go to Salisbury University. Uh, was Salisbury yep. your first choice, or were you considering other colleges? Oh, man, um, that's a good question. Uh, I was just talking to my wife 
a couple days ago, but uh, because you know we're moving down to North Carolina, and um, uh-huh. I can remember uh, for for a while um, having really heavy interest in uh, UNC Chapel Hill. I'm not really sure what happened because I honestly think that um, I really got lazy my last my senior year. Like you know, a lot of kids can say it's the senior same thing. Year, yes, senior yeah, year. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's very tough and. Um, you know, I think it came, ended up coming down to, um, but, I, you know, the, the stuff from Chapel Hill kind of slowed down, um, and um, it came down to Salisbury and Towson, um, and I really wanted to go to Towson, and I don't think I really did too much of, I mean, I think I maybe applied, and I don't know if it might have been too late, or a lot of different things happened um, over that time, um, but I ended up kind of going to Salisbury um, just kind of on a whim. Um, I, I had had these, you know, big plans to, you know, I'm apply here, apply there. But, you know, your last year, you kind of just enjoying your senior year and you just coasting off. And before you know it, it's time to go to prom and it, it's, it just, all the stuff just runs together. And, you know, you're, you know, time to be doing homework and stuff is over. So you're not really, yeah. you know, focused on doing any, you know, doing any forms and doing anything else. So uh, I think that stuff just kind of came on me really quickly. Um, but luckily... Um, I, you know, I um, got into Salisbury University. I remember going uh, on a tour there and I think being accepted kind of, I think on the spot. And it was kind of oh. like, well, this is, uh, well, this is the only place that I definitely know that I can go to. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we'll, we'll not be waiting on, you know, whether it be the next semester or later on right. in the summer. Um, so that's kind of what I went with. And, and the cool part was I had a couple friends that were, that were doing the same thing. So well, that's, that's great. So, well, what was your experience? You know, I went to Salisbury also. Right. But yes. What was, your, what was your experience like at Salisbury? Oh man, it was amazing. Um, I wouldn't change it at all. It was it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I uh, had the intention on playing football. Um, mm-hmm. I actually went to Salisbury with the intention of playing football, and uh, Coach uh, Sherman Wood is a really good family friend of mine um, and my family. Uh, our families have known each other for for a long time, um, and you know, um, you know, did the whole thing, touring the facility, and and doing all that. And I, you know, I had, did have a few friends that ended up playing, um, but mm-hmm. I did not. I can't remember what it ended up boiling down to, uh, but I do remember in that first semester, thinking, "Man, this this work is hard. I, I don't know how I would have <laughs> even been able to play Great. football and, and and do my work t- together." <laughs> Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm glad the way it worked out my first, uh, my first semester or my first year, um, I actually lived on campus. Um, so that costs a little bit more money than staying at home, which, you know, I'm only 10 minutes away from campus, my, my, uh, my, my childhood home. Um, right. but you know, I guess, you know, my mom, uh, kind of had the foresight to kind of let me be out there on my own. And it's completely different. I gotta, even if you're from here to live, live on campus, um, and get that college experience, get that real experience of, you know, people that are coming from a lot of people that I went to school with came from the D.C. area and the Baltimore area um, and across right. the bridge. Um, and, you know, Salisbury has a you know a bunch of different uh, kids from a lot of different places, from New Jersey, Pennsylvania, a lot of the surrounding uh, a lot of the surrounding states, Virginia. Um, so really um, happy that I got. Uh, that the I got the experience to stay on campus, met some lifelong friends on campus, and it kind of just exposed me to a different world um, that I 
wasn't exposed to in high school and, and meeting new people and being kind of out on your own and not having mom, you know, be your alarm clock to wake you up and, right. you know, all of those different things, um, you know, and, and having responsibility of, you know, getting up and, you know, you know, it being one o'clock and you having class at two and not going to sleep and, you know, you know, not going <laughs> yeah. to sleep and missing class, but getting up and making sure you go and make sure you're on time. Um, but, you know, that is really on, honestly. So uh, I'm glad I went through those things um, and kind of had to figure it out on my own. Um, and like I said, it costs more money. Um, and, you know, those are loans and stuff that you pay and pay back now. But, you know, I, I, would, I don't regret the experience at all, um, especially for some, for money. Understand. So, what did you de- decide? What was your major? Uh, my major was communications um, the entire time. Uh, wow, you, much... you, not many people do that. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's funny because uh, I talk to kids now, and you know, they ask you know for different advice and stuff, and to, to try to kind of, I guess, fall into this field uh, that I'm in now. But it really is really tough because. Um, you know, even as you grow older, you still don't know exactly what it is that you want to do for the rest of your life. That's, that's like really pressure packed, uh, kind of question. Um, and to kind of, you know, put in kids faces that are 16, 17, 18 years old, um, is, is crazy. It's crazy enough, but I knew, um, that the communications field was broad enough. I did not know at all that I wanted to go into to, to journalism or, broadcasting or anything but i i just i figured that you know let, let's do communications here um, um, and if something needed to be changed it would. or if i needed to go on a different track then i would right so um so once you got your communication uh degree what what did you do first what was your first working position yeah that's uh that's another um interesting part um obviously so um, I went to Salisbury and uh, the thing about a lot of schools is, you know, obviously communications, as I said, very broad, um, as far as, um, what kind of degree you can, you know, obtain. Um, so myself, um, there were different tracks of broadcasting journalism and, um, human com, public communications and, and stuff like that. Um, so my track was a, uh, a regular human communications um, track. Um, so I didn't do a lot of the journalism stuff and I did not do a lot of the, um, you know, Salisbury has a, a great network now, Salisbury or Seagull Sports Network. Um, right. it's one of the, you know, it's, it's better than a lot of the division one programs in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they broadcast every sport and they get their, uh, students that are participating, I guess, in journalism and all of those other, um, all of those other classes, participating in that that sports network and gets gets them experience and gets them kind of on the job training wow um, before they before they go before they go out of before they graduate before they even go out into the into the workforce um Amazing. they have different kind of yes it's really it's a really really uh, really neat um wrinkle that Salisbury has but you know the the, the story is i i never did any of that stuff Right. Um, so I never, I've never even been inside the, the studio at Salisbury. I've never seen the, the Seagull News or anything like that. So it's just funny um, that I, when I tell people, you know, that I'm, you know, doing news here and I went there, but I never, I've never been into the studio one time. I've never even toured it. Um, so um, I, I, when I came out of school, 
um, you know, for me, um, having a family while I was young, um, the, the biggest thing was, was having some type of income. Um, right. So out of school, um, I got a job, uh, offered a, a job uh, with Wicomico County Board of Education. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I, I took it immediately. Um, I think, you know, at that point, I had, you know, very young children. Um, and my wife now, my you know, my girlfriend at the time, um, we had just had a child. So with me, I, I think my whole thing was like, I need to have some kind of money coming in. I can't, I can't just, you know, just try to chase something, um, without having some income coming in. So I took the position, uh, full time and I was working at a school. I used to actually used to go to West Salisbury elementary, literally, I don't know, uh, 60 seconds away from my house, my childhood home. Wow. Um, yeah. Great. So I, yeah, I got a Yeah. So luckily, uh, miss, miss Melva, Wright. Um, uh, offered me a job there right out of college. I think I started like a couple days after I graduated. Um, so there was the, the income. Right. Um, but at that same time, I was also working at the Salvation Army. I was working at the Salvation Army Youth Club here in Salisbury before I graduated. Okay. Um, but that was that was kind of a part-time thing and, um, you know, just doing some things around the club. And um, I, I really, I really love that job too, working with kids. Um, so a lot of my experience before I started uh, working in uh, television is definitely in education. Um, and I had a I had an awesome time um, every single day. And even, it, it, it grows even further than that because I've worked in um, at least three, maybe four um, schools here in Wicomico County. Huh? Elementary schools. Um, I work in uh, middle or high, but worked in all uh, elementary schools, whether it be kind of like uh, a teacher's aide or assistant, a teacher or uh, working one-on-one with different students with different needs. Um, so, yeah, before I got into TV full-time, that is what I was doing. I was here in Wicomico County um, at one of these schools, uh, one of these elementary schools. So did you do that for a couple of years or, or a year? Oh, yeah. I worked at the Salvation Army for, I don't know, <laughs> I worked at the Salvation Army for four or five years. I mean... Um, just part time and helping out around the club and helping kids after school with homework and running uh-huh. the after school program and things like that. And um, I graduated from college in 2012, um, December of 2012. So, um, so um, I got a job at 47 ABC in August of 2013, uh, which was about seven or eight months later. Um, I guess eight or nine months after that. Um, but even still, when I was working part time at 47 ABC as a studio technician, um, I was still working. You know, I had three jobs at one point, and I think all of them, I, one, 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 one of them was full time. The other two were part time. Well, I, look, you're certainly lucky to get a job right out of right out of college. So, when you started at 47, you were a studio technician. What? what, what? Yeah. So. Um, like I, like I, uh, just said before, um, I didn't have any kind of experience in, inside a studio, um, or inside of any kind of TV, <laughs> any kind of any TV broadcasting or anything. Um, uh, but you know, I, honestly, when I was sitting on, um, laying on my couch one day, I was working, you know, I was working at, at the, with the, in the school system. I sat on my couch one day and, uh, you know, I knew I had a degree in communications 
and I said, what the heck, let me look up, you know, the two uh, TV stations here, right? WMDT and WBOC. Right. Um, so I ended up uh, looking on, on, you know, their websites and applying for jobs um, on both of their websites. Um, okay. So just to kind of, I, I don't know, I don't know what I was, what I was going for. I mean, I'd already had two jobs at that point, but um, you know, like I said, for me, it was, you know, I knew I did have a degree in communication. So let's just try something that kind of relates to that. So I don't really feel like, you know, that this is in vain. And what I did for the past four and a half years um, mm-hmm. was in vain. So um, sitting on my couch and, you know, I uh, applied to those stations and I actually got a uh, response back from both. Um, and I got <laughs> a response back from um, the station that I worked at um, for 47 ABC. I got a response back to be a studio technician and, um, the, the other station, the rival station, WBOC, I got a, actually got a call back um, to work in the sales team, the sales department. Okay. Um, so, you know, again, um, you know, there, there, was, there was another decision, right? There was a decision for me because, you know, the sales position, uh, I think, was full-time and, you know, it offered benefits and all of those different things and, um you know, that was, you know, especially being a, a head of a young family and, you know, all right. those things definitely enticing. But I I feel like I want to I want to feel like I saw a little crack in the uh, in the system where I felt like if I could get into the studio and learn my way around, then maybe just maybe one day I could get on the <laughs> desk and I took the studio job. I think that was my second part-time job and I had three jobs in total um, that day so I worked uh, at that time um, so uh-huh. I worked um, in the daytime at a school um, in Wicomico County after school when school was over I would work um, at the Salvation Army um, at the youth club on Oak Street in Salisbury working uh, from about 2.30 to I think 6 o'clock um, go home um, you know hang with the family for a bit um, I then girlfriend and, you know, two kids and then uh, go to 47 ABC at night from nine o'clock to midnight. Mm. Um, so that was my day um, every single day, five days a week for a long time. Wow. Um, so, so <laughs> like I said, I, I like to think that, you know, I, I kind of thought, Hey, let me try this because I, I can, but I, I don't, I don't really know what went into the decision to leave the full-time thing on the table at the other place and, and to take the part-time. Um, but, you know, it's fate. And, you know, I like to think that everything was in God's hands. And the way things have worked themselves out certainly uh, would lead you to believe that. Yes. Um, but, um, uh, but yes, that, that is the story. So, um, you know, I worked at 47 ABC um, from 9 p.m., to midnight every uh probably about four or five days a week um, and kind of just built myself up there now when you became moved up i guess it was a moving move up position to a sports reporter and photographer were you still part-time yes so yes and no so uh when i first got to our uh 47 abc um they were kind of in transition uh about 
uh, three months after I joined the station, um, they sent out a memo letting us know that we were being acquired by new owners. Oh. Um, so this was uh, obviously a multi-million dollar kind of <laughs> transaction that uh, obviously, you know, the, the smaller people and the part-time people, you know, we don't know. I don't know. Don't know much about it at all. But we did not have a sports department when I was working in studio. Um, so all I did was mic checks and uh, set up cameras and give out microphones to our to our talent. Um, and, you know, check their microphones and make sure the volume was on on the right thing. That's all I was doing. We did not have sports. Uh, but when our new owners acquired the station, um, uh, we, we, we met with them each individually. Um, and uh, they currently own the station now, Marquee Broadcasting, Brian and Pat Lane, uh, really good people. They took time, um, took the time out of their busy schedules to meet with everyone individually. Uh, yes. when they acquired the station. Um, so they didn't fire anybody. They didn't bring in a new crew. They met with everyone individually. Um, and I kind of saw that as a, an opening. Um, and I kind of saw that like, okay, like, here's a chance here. Um, so I'd heard some things about them possibly starting a sports department. Um, but I wasn't for sure. Um, and, you know, the other thing is I have no experience at all. I've never shot a camera. I've never been on camera. I don't have anything from college to show. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like a shot in the dark. But I right. honestly, and I told them uh, they wish me well um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, talked to them, you know, wish me well on my next endeavor. But I told them, I never told them before, but I took our first meeting very seriously. I mean, you, right. you, you would have thought I was going to go talk to the president of the United States. <laughs> uh, I, you ask my wife now. I prepared for that meeting. I, I, I asked. I gave sample questions to what I thought maybe asked, and I kind of figured out what I what I need to come back with. And um, and that day that I met with them, I sold them a little bit. I guess that I have been in this area for you know over twenty five years at that point, being right. you know over twenty five years old, and. There were a lot of connections that I had as far as coaches, as far as players, former players, and working here at the youth club, working at the youth club where I was working, a lot of the future stars that we would see on our airwaves in the next couple of years, I had personal relationships with already. Right. So, uh, you know, I kind of convinced them of that. And, um, you know, the, the department that they were going to be starting was only is only going to be two people. There was only going to be a sports director and a sports reporter slash a weekend anchor. So I didn't get any either one of those positions. <laughs> so I did sell myself pretty well, but without having anything on camera and any kind of experience to show them that you can read even like or that you can read anything in front of a camera, it's really an uphill climb. Um, and I knew that. So I wasn't all too discouraged, but the one thing they did is told me that I could work part-time in studio and part-time in sports um, doing uh, being a photographer and going out and shooting video. Um, so I took it. I was like, you know what? Boom, I'm there. You know, I wanted to do, I wanted to be in sports no matter what it was. Um, so um, that was, you know, I was like, you know what? It's a no brainer for me. Um, so I took that opportunity and, um, you know, what, what happens over time, you know, if you work anywhere for long enough, you know, you know, people get sick, you know, or people, you know, people, um, you know, just natural attrition, 
You know, some you know people need days off, and people have uh, emergencies, and people you know the holidays and everything. Um, so you know, as those things happened, you know, me, I'm just sitting back plotting. Like, man, you know, I, I look, <laughs> the reporter's gone for the weekend, so you know, let me, uh, you know, I can, I can probably report. You know, I can, I can try it at least. Right. Um, so you know, um, and you know, I'm working my foot door there, and you know, when that happened, started working on some uh, things on the actual desk, um, and started training for that, um, and working with uh, a guy by the name of Spencer Tillis, who was our first sports director here. Right. Um, you know, help, yeah, help, helped out uh, graciously and always lent a hand and always um, kind of pushed me, you know, in the right direction um, as far as, you know, giving me the opportunity, you know, hey, go ahead, you know, go ahead and try, you know, go ahead and do this and go ahead and do that. So, um, you know, so, you know, I just kind of, you know, saw some of that. And of course, you know, people are coming up from out of town to Hondo to get these jobs, right? So, you know, they want to go home and see family and they want to go do this. And, you know, you know, uh, you know, they want to, you know, they want to go back, you know, so they got family and different things of that nature. So me, I'm from Salisbury. So I'm always home. So I'm always here. Yeah. So I'm always here. So that let me a little bit more to, um, you know, to be here and to be around as well. So, you know, I kind of just use that to my advantage as well. Uh, when they wanted to go, you know, for holidays, you know, boom, I'll fill in. You know, I'm, I know I'm not, you know, I'm not good right now, but who knows? A couple years, or you know, some some practice. Um, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? So that's kind of how I kind of found my way into the anchor chair. So, um, eventually, when when did you start like co-anchoring the governor's challenge? Because that's a, that's a big task. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, the governor's challenge, obviously everybody loves the governor's challenge, right? Yes. Um, the governor's challenge, we, uh, we acquired a sponsorship with the governor's challenge. I don't know. I, I like to say that was way back in 2015. Okay. Uh, when I first started, even started doing anything on camera. Right. Uh, we, we had, uh, good, good people over there at Wicomico County Parks and Rec, uh, James Simmons and his crew who put on the governor's challenge. Right. Um, good, really good people. And, um, uh, we acquired a partnership with them, and um, next thing you know, we're up. You know, we're up top on the third floor of the Civic Center. I'm um, doing, you know, the live hits every night, and um, that that was a blast, man. Of course, I haven't haven't done one now since what 2019 uh, before uh, before the everybody. yeah before before the virus, and you know, this last uh, my last couple of days was supposed to be um, the last experience to do that, but of course, you know, the governor's challenge got canceled. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have been do- we we we've been doing that. We've been doing that for quite a while. I um, mean, that was such a fun experience, man. Yeah, um, going in there, you, you, it almost feels like you're a rock star, man. Like going up to that third floor, and yeah. um, and it was premium yeah. for us. It was premium for us, and there weren't weren't it wasn't anybody else up there except for our crew and our set. And um, you know, getting access to those players, the tremendous players that come down each and every year. Yeah, uh, man, that, that, there's no event like the Governor's Challenge. Well, I tell you, uh, you've done a great job on the Eastern Shore here, worked your way up to sports director. But yep. uh, uh, we're definitely uh, going to miss you here on the shore. But I, I want to ask you, how do you, how has, you tell me you played, uh, you participated in a lot of sports when you were young. How has sports impacted your life? 
Oh man, it, it's it's been all over my life. I don't, I can't even imagine my life without sports. I mean, like I said, from growing up, um, you know, and playing, you know, and being uh, being here on these uh, fields and um, in these different places for this long, um, to uh, middle school and playing and high school and you know going to games and being a huge sports fan in college to now, I mean, it's been it's it's made an imprint in every single facet of my life. Um, so, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, I tell people, I, I was telling people, uh, all the time, even in news, you know, there are a lot of people in news, you know, the, the TV business, first of all, is very hard to get into. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's really hard to break into. Um, and some people have to go the news route to try to get into sports, right. um, which, you know, I, I went, you know, I went a different route to kind of get into where I, where I need to get into. Right. Um, but you know, I tell people now, you know, if, if if it weren't for sports and if if I wasn't doing sports, I don't know if I would be doing TV at all. So I can't even tell you where my career would be or where you know my my life would be or or all of these things that just kind of align with athletics in general. Um, and team, the feeling that you get of being a part of a team, um, you know, like that that stuff is priceless. Um, and, you know, being in middle school and high school and, and learning, you know, that people are dependent on you, not necessarily your family, but they grow to be your family over time. Uh, weeks of practice, day after day of practice and preparation and um, achieving a goal with with a bunch of different strangers, the strangers at the time when you meet them um, and coming together at the end for a common goal. All of that stuff is I feel like there are some adults that could have benefited from playing sports a long time ago <laughs> that you see in the workforce now, you know, that, you know, yes. these are things that you, you put some of these things aside and you try to achieve a team goal. All of that is, comes from, um, you know, athletics and, and, you know, and kind of, you know, that whole teamwork thing, as far as um, the workforce goes, I feel like it can be drawn back to athletics and, um, and just the earliest starts of all of our lives as far as sports are concerned. Well, I got another question to ask you here. What what effect? I know you know a lot of kids, uh, a lot of people there in Salisbury, of course, around the whole Eastern Shore. Right. But not talking about you being a coach, but what effect do you think you might have had on some of the players that you reported on? I mean, oh look, sure they hey, I, I didn't. And thank you. I didn't even. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even mention this part, but I was a coach. I coached. Okay. <laughs> I coached at. Uh, I coached at Wahai. Um, okay. Um, I believe my first two years of college. Um, so that kind of occupied my time as well. Um, so uh, a bunch of kids. Did you coach? That, um, I coached football. Um, football. I coached, okay. Yeah, I coached football under uh, Coach uh, Pat McGlinchey. Um, at Coach yeah. at JV. Coach uh, Coach at Easton. He just stepped down at Easton. Um, but I coached under him. Um, for a while, me and a really good friend of mine um, were going to college and, you know, we had, you know, some free time in the afternoons and, um, right. you know, a lot of those guys, you know, I'm still really, really tight with, with as well. Um, a lot of kids we coached. Um, but as far as the reporting side of it goes, man, I, I just hope that, um, first of all, um, that, you know, I, you know, did some justice to this area. You know, there is, a, a I guess, a stigma that, of uh, you know, there 
that the Eastern Shore has a lot of talent and it's not being shown. And, um, yeah. you know, we, we know and say all of those things, but I hope that I was able to kind of use my platform a little bit um, to elevate um, some of these kids, um, you know, and not only that, um, you know, it's nothing like, you know, what I really enjoyed was, um, you know, getting the grandparents calling in saying they, you know, they saw their grandson on TV or the granddaughter <laughs> on TV and their nieces and their nephews, like just stuff like that. I thought was really cool uh, because, you know, when I was in high school, I loved watching Paul Butler um, deliver the news and, and, oh, and yes. watching us. Yeah, I, I loved it, man. It was like everybody rushed home to, to watch that. What to a watch the, Yeah, to watch to watch WBOC and watch Paul um, talk about our game and talk about our teams. So for me, even like doing a thirty minute show, we did a thirty minute show that was all about local high school sports. Um, so you know, what, what Paul was doing, obviously, you know, three minute sports cast. You know, it's cool, but I'm like, man, I wish, you know, what if he could talk about our team more and more? So even getting to do that on Delmarva Sports Insider, a 30-minute show every Friday great night, show, great show. and talking about these teams in depth and talking about uh, different things on the team and the coaches, it really gives you a feel of like a little sports center just for, you know, Maryland's Eastern Shore. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed that, man. And um, last but not least, um, as you, you mentioned earlier, um, just the fact that, you know, there were kids um, that are, you know, sitting in the stands, the same uh, fields and the same um, the same gyms that I sat in, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Or I'm not going to say 30, 25. I'm going to say 25, 25 years ago. That's 20, me. 25, 25 years. 20, yeah, um, 20, 25 years ago. And, uh, you know, I just said that there me how professional um, you know and, and also represent my family well you know so um, um, they try to make them proud so um you know i was just i, I always just you know kind of try to represent the right way and um you know i'm, I'm hoping well i think you've done an excellent job and you are a role model for the eastern shore um what what would you tell a young kid about following their dreams? Oh, man, look, it's out here, you know? I mean, anything is obtainable. Um, I think that um, one thing that I, I will say, um, keep this kind of short and sweet, is just, like, consistency. Um, there, right. it, It's hard. And that's what I'm kind of learning over time is that it doesn't matter. You can apply it to any uh, facet of your life. If you are consistent um, and consistently doing things the right way, it doesn't matter if it's a, a big accomplishment or a small accomplishment at the time, you're working towards something. Um, right. So, you know, just being consistent um, about the things um, that you want, being consistent about the things that you want to do, um, the things you want to accomplish. Um, you know, that's, that's what I would say is just, you know, stay consistent, whether it's your grades, you know, in school, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, now are, you know, older and, you know, have kids and, you know, you want to be a consistent parent, you want to be a consistent spouse, anything. I think, I feel like, um, and me, I, I enjoy, you know, I, 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 uh, 
I run a lot, so I, I'm a runner, so I jog a lot. So being consistent with that um, for me is something that's really important. Um, so just uh, being consistent all around, I think, will, will help towards that. And I think that that starts um, – that, that, that even starts on the smallest of, uh, of little league fields and playing fields, you know, being consistently being at practice being consistent, you know, trying to be consistent to being one of the first people, you know, when you guys are running or jogging or, you know, being one of the first people to step up and volunteer, you know, consistently. So, um, you know, that, that's, I can't think that's like the key word. Well, thank you for that response. Now this, this last question, last have you, uh, well, two more questions. Um, sure. You almost answered that with, um, I'm a big proponent of good sportsmanship and, and Right. So, what role do you would you say good sportsman plays in ship plays in uh, esports? Oh man, that's a that's a big one too. Um, yeah. I think that um, I, I guess maybe nowadays I feel like a lot of people get caught in the the winning and losing yes. um, of uh, of the game, right? But outside of the trophies, um, you know. You know, and, and I don't even have those trophies anymore. I can't even tell you what. You learn more uh, about you, you. You have more memories, um, you know, than you do, you know, trophies. Um, so, you know, I think. Putting aside the winning and losing. Um, and just being a good sport and showing up when your team is not, not that great and being gracious, you know, when you're on the wrong side of it, being gracious when you're on the right side of it. Um, I think a lot of it goes a long way. I think, um, you know, what I see, honestly, um, sometimes, you know, we as adults um, and, and when we have our kids in these uh, in these different leagues and in these different things, we – Right? I mean, you know, losing a, losing a championship at, at nine, nine years old is not going to – not going to be a detriment to, you know, to, your, to the rest of your life. But, right, but, not, right. but, but not knowing – how to react, you know, running out of the gym or having a temper tantrum when something doesn't go your way, that is a sign that, you know, that needs to be corrected because in the future, not everything's going to go your way, of course. So those are the things that I feel like we need to focus on more um, and correcting those things, not necessarily the result and getting up and yelling about a, a press and, a, and, a, and this and that. But, you know, being, you know, more so focused on some of those little things um, because the ultimate objective is to get these kids going up in the right direction, right? You know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I mean, there, we had some awesome coaches when I were, you know, when I, when I was playing, but they weren't in it to win trophies. They were in it to raise and build uh, young people. Um, so, you know, so, you know, all of them had a hand in, you know, how a lot of, you know, a lot of myself and my friends, um, you know, grew up. So um, just, you know, I think, you know, that we, 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 we tend to put it on the kids a lot, but I think it, we, we got to kind of trace it back to the adults and making sure that they're in it for the right reasons as well. Right. Not just because they have free time um, and not just because they got a kid on the team, um, but because they want to build these kids and, you know, they can correct their mistakes and they're trusted to correct their mistakes and do it in good faith. Perfect. Okay, one last quick question for you. Sure. Um, do you have any hobbies? Oh, I'll tell you what. Are, are you a golfer? Oh, I, I absolutely am. Oh, you have to come back to my golf tournament. I, I'm, not, I'm not a good golfer. That's okay. Um, 
I'm not, a, I'm not a good golfer, but uh, I'm not a, I'm not a great golfer. But every time I um, every time I go out, um, I have a good time. And actually, um, some of my really uh, some of my closest friends, some of my brothers um, that I've known for a long time, uh, we've been golfing for a couple of years now. I don't okay. know if we're getting any better. There's a couple of couple of them that are getting better. Um, but for the most part, man, we out there just to fellowship and have a good time and, you know, have a break from life and work and family and, you know, all of those things. So, man, it's always a good time. Don't don't ask us to pay what we shoot. Uh, and we might be <laughs> all right. If we don't pay what we shoot, we get a set that price at the beginning. That is a good one. That if we is get a, a good set, one. set price at the beginning, we'd be all right. <laughs> all right. Who, who, who what? Who's your favorite sports team? My favorite sports team. All right, don't hang up yes. on me. My favorite sports team is the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys. No, wow. this is either going to be good or bad, so it already sounds bad. No, it's good. No, that's, that's, that's it. It's all, I'm done. <laughs> I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, man. It, the last couple of weeks, I've been a little disappointed, but oh, I'm hoping for a strong playoff run. Um, when I get down here, uh, get down here in Carolina, get my uh, get my TV and stuff set up. There you go. Hey, uh, Trayvon, is there anything else you would like to add? No, man. Just uh, like to thank you for the opportunity. Uh, really, a big fan of your work and uh, your passion uh, for you know what you're trying to do for the athletic scene here on the Eastern Shore. I've listened to a bunch of these podcasts. You've got some great people on. Um, so just keep it up. Keep up the good work. Well, that's why I picked you, because you're a great person. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, look, um, uh, <clears throat> we did have a couple of interruptions throughout the way. I don't know if I had a text or you had a text, but most of this is going to be great. Okay, um, cool. Let me give my sponsor a quick note, then I'll say goodbye to you. The 85th sure. episode of the Hondo Handis podcast has been brought to you by Residence in by Marriott, your journey to an unforgettable stay at their hotel in Ocean City, Maryland. Located at 300 Seabay Lane, call 410-723-2222 or find them on the web at residenceinoc.com. My guest has been, today has been Trayvon Files, who is excited to be joining the super talented team of ABC 11 Eyewitness News, WTVD in Raleigh, North as a sports and anchor reporter. I wish you good luck in your future endeavors. Thank you very much. Remember, if you think you can, you can. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Stay safe and keep smiling. Bye. Thanks a lot. You're welcome.